afternoon and happy Saturday, ladies. Welcome to Arama Word for Women. I'm Serene Dumas Lee, your host. Our episode is brought to you by Raymond Women's Center. I am the director of the Raymond Women's Center and happy Saturday. I hope you ladies do what we always say we're gonna do at the end of every week, open some doors, close some doors and let some doors close. Mm. And I have an amazing guest today, you guys. I'm so excited to chat with her. She is my fellow living our faith out loud, faith inspiration partner. Um, book with Miss Dorothy Wilson. We're both on the book. We're both co-authors, both partners. And I just love Erin Ba. She is an amazing woman, has a beautiful spirit. She's quiet, y'all, but you know about them quiet ones. Those are the quiet ones you gotta look <laughs> for, right? So without further ado, I just want to welcome Miss Erin to our show. Hey, Erin. Good morning. I mean, good afternoon. How are you, dear? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Look, another day. To get it right, right? Another yes. person. So I just want to ask you, who's Erin? What do we need to know about you? Tell our audience, who's Miss Erin Ba? Well, thank you. First of all, let me say that, Serene, for this opportunity to be on um, um, on your podcast and to, to kind of share the stage. Who is Erin Ba? So Erin Ba grew up as Erin Shalina King. And so she is a city mouse and a country mouse. That's how we're going to phrase her or, or define her today. So I was born here in Atlanta, Georgia um, until about the age six. And then we moved to Baltimore, Maryland, uh, where my father's family was until I was about age nine, almost 10. And so then I became a country mouse because we moved back to Georgia and we moved to a rural city called Greensboro, Georgia. So it's a little town, um, Green County, um, where I grew up. And so half of my life, I was in the city and the other half, I was in the country. And so I am a, uh, a woman uh, who is on fire for the Lord and just really learning to live my life. And so you'll hear a little bit more about that and live it with joy. Um, I am a mother of two. Um, Chastity Ball and uh, Marcel Ball are my uh, favorite children. That's my favorite daughter and my favorite son. Yes. I have two grand bosses. Um, they were born in the same year. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, I have two grand bosses, Mackenzie, who is three, and I have Amelie, who is two. And so uh, 2018 was my bonus year. Uh, Mackenzie was born first, and certainly Amelie was born at the, the end of the year. So I am very favored and blessed of the Lord. Um, I am the oldest of five children. My mother, Daisy King, she's still living. And so I bless God for her. Um, and so with that, you know, part of my life, my, my mantle has been uh, leading and caring for, for others. And so um, I'm a leader at heart. I love um, helping people and serving people. And so I do that in a number of ways. I've served uh, over 20 years in corporate America, um, working in the background um, check industry. And then now I'm working for the city of Atlanta. I'm in government. So I've gone from corporate to government yeah. and um, love what I do and how I get an opportunity to um, serve there as a deputy chief information officer under uh, the chief information officer for our IT um, sector um, as part of government. Um, I love the job. It's different. I oversee our project management office, which is a love of mine. And I also oversee um, our budget, which is a $25 million budget for um, the city of Atlanta. Actually, it's a $30 million budget that the Lord has entrusted in my hands to, to oversee. And so I'm very grateful for that and the impact that we're able to make, not just for 
um, the user agencies as part of the city of Atlanta, but for the citizens and those who come to uh, play and work in the um, in the city of Atlanta. So that's a little bit about who I am. I'm also an adjunct professor at the at Georgia Piedmont Technical College. I'm an author, certainly a co-author as part of this um, inspiration project. Um, I am also a um, DISC facilitator. I love um, giving assessments and finding out who people are. So I'm a trainer also um, at heart. I'm a minister at Grace Church International um, where I serve under Bishop Jonathan Alvarado and Dr. Tony um, G. Alvarado. Um, and we're that church is located in Atlanta, Georgia. So that's a little bit about who I am. Wow, wow, what a plethora, a platter of <laughs> things going on. Oh, wow. I want to kind of just chat today because leadership is my thing. I love leadership. I love my passion is leaders, of course, but it's something about a woman in leadership, um, a woman who, who can lead other women, a woman who can go back and pull up some other women. Let's let's learn this together. Let's do this together. I think when women collaborate together, it just moves mountains. I mean, we can move, we have the authority to move mountains anyway when we yes. see the word. But yes. there's nothing like when two or more gather and he is in the yes. midst. We yes. move multiple mountains. And that's what I love about us, especially women. We're multifaceted. We can have our hands on 80 different things, and then 80 different things will shake and move, especially if this women who are like-minded i'm yes. just out there kingdom-minded yes 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 they're not doing anything for us because for me i can tell you i always tell my listeners listen y'all <clears throat> excuse me i'm talking about serene i would just i'd rather cuddle up in my recliner and watch a movie <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> i called to that so right. i'm just gonna make it do to do so um Aaron, tell us, what is it like to mentor a woman who is trying to come up in career life? And as a leader, what talk to us about what would you tell her? How would you navigate some pathways for her and help her to get to where she's trying to go? Um, that's a great question. So I would say this, and when I think back over my life, and, and again, spending having spent 20 years in, in corporate America, I started, when I started out, I started out on the telephone, right? Just as a regular, what they call background check investigator, um, taking calls and verifying um, employment and education. And I remember uh, one day that um, I got bored, you know, doing the same thing over and over. And so I, I always had an affinity and a love for teaching and training. And so I went to um, then our general manager and I said to her, I said, hey, I would like an opportunity to train or at least to, to shadow our trainer, right? Because um, I'm, I'm bored at what I was doing. I, just, I was just being honest with her. And so she said, well, right now we don't have anything, but um, when an opportunity comes, I'll, I'll keep you in mind. And so I will tell you within six months, the trainer that we had, um, she moved away to Kentucky. So she left Georgia and she moved to Kentucky. And so there... Um, she kept her word and gave me an opportunity. And from that moment to this one, I have um, pledged in my heart and I tried to, to, to live by the door that was open for me to open a door for other women. And yeah. so when I find myself in situations and I have over the years have had uh, young women come to me and yeah. say, hey, this is not working or this is the issue that I'm having. And so I take the time to mentor them, to talk to them. And most of all, I'll tell you this, Serene, 
one of the greatest compliments that I've, I've probably been given in my life is that, um, Aaron, you're a good listener. And so people will often come to me just to share, to pour out. And so I use that opportunity, whether it is, you know, again, being kingdom minded, because sometimes God sends people to you, right, for different reasons. And so whether it is to say, hey, let me just pray with you about your situation, because it could be a mom, you know, worried about her child and still trying to work at the same time and navigate or someone who's trying to pivot in their career and they keep hitting this stone wall. How do I get you know, over this? Right. Or get past this. And so I would share with them um, oftentimes from my own story, but I also share with them based on what I hear. And so that's what we will begin. And so the, the one thing I would say to um, your listeners today is that you have to lead from where you are. Yes, um, there's no skipping in the line, right? And there's no jumping to the front. I do believe that God gives us favor and he opens doors, but there's also God gives us tasks. And in ministry, we, also, we often talk about ministry tasks that God gives us to, to see what we would do. And then as we complete those, right, successfully, then he gives us more. And so I believe that happens in life. So first spiritually and then naturally, um, God does the same thing. And so I, I count it as part of my life's work or part of my purpose is to um, reach back and lift my sisters. And so in my first book that I wrote um, called Get in the Driver's Seat, Taking Control of Your Life and Career, one of the, one of the um, quotes in my book says, as you climb, lift. And what that means is as you are being promoted and you're, you're climbing a corporate ladder or government ladder, wherever you are on that rung, you got to lift somebody else up. And so I, um, I, I, I pride myself on trying to do that and having done that um, over the, the um, span of my, my career. Wow, you, you said something. You said climb and lift. Mm-hmm. And then you said, before that, you said pivot in stone walls. Mm-hmm. And you got to lead where you are. Mm-hmm. Listen, to whom much is given, much yes. is required. So as we go from faith to faith, glory to glory, level Mm -hmm. to level. You got to start, I hate to say it, at the bottom. And ladies, let me just implore you, I'm a living testimony to it. I think Ms. Erin could also um, say that this is part of her testimony too. Don't be afraid to go back to the bottom. Oh my, yes. Back up. Yes. What God is taking taking you to and also it's for his glory and not yours because the first thing realize about being women in leadership is it's not about us right right it's not about us it's not about what we want what we want to do how we feel the one thing I had to learn to do Aaron is take my emotions out of it yes yes an emotional basket case zero to a hundred in five seconds <laughs> right <laughs> then that's when that Holy Spirit starts to work on me, work on us, and tells you, down, girl, that is not Bring it down. Right? So even in those those little tidbits right there, those little lessons, the Lord allows those things to happen so we can get it together. And that was the one thing that um, my first lady always taught me, and she speaks a lot to me, is it's not always the devil. Yes. It's I agree with that. Letting you get yourself together. And in yes. order to do that, he got to allow some things to happen to you. So right. I'm just grateful for that. Shout out to Lady Frazier. Um, but <laughs> those are those little things, you know what I mean? Yes. Yes, I do. It's not all being at the top. It's That's- not. It's not. And you made a great point when you said, don't be, a, don't be afraid to 
to start over um, and allow God to do that in your life. And so part of my testimony is having worked in corporate America for 20 years and uh, in the 20th year, my anniversary, um, we were purchased by another company. And as part of that, we were downsized. So within seven months uh, after my anniversary, I was in my truck driving home, right? In my SUV, it was over, right? Of 20 year career. And I found myself just questioning, what am I going to do? Because this is a place essentially where I had grown up, where I had developed, you know, where I had sown and um, and things had been sown into me. And so where I felt like God was there and things were fruitful. But the truth of the matter is God was saying, no, the door is closing here. It's time for you to go. Mm-hmm. And so I considered that an end of an era and a necessary ending. It was necessary. Ooh, um, and so I've, I've been reading this book um, that's basically called Necessary Endings. And in the book, the author talks about how um, you have to prune your roses. And Ooh. he talks about it from an analogy of that the, the rose bush gets more seeds than it needs. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you have to look at them in three ways. One, um, what do I do with the overflow of what I get? So some of those are sick, right? They're diseased. And so they automatically have to be thrown away. And then there are some, so you can't bring them back to life. And then some just come out dead altogether, right? So you have to get rid of that. But then you have another little small subset. And that's when I look at leadership is saying, okay, I have these people here. Do they have the skill or the will to be able to do what's necessary, right? To be promoted or to go to the next level. Do you keep those little buds, right? And so that's where a lot of times we have our tension of what do we do with this overflow? What do we do with these people? And so when you're a leader, there are hard decisions you have to make. And as a leader, we have to also accept God's decision about what it is that he wants to do with us. And so for me, he said, Aaron, the door is closed here. Boom, no more, right? right? And then about 75 days later, I walk into this government establishment um, uh, to work and I was making uh, about 25% less there than I was making when I was in corporate. And that was just my base salary, not bonuses or anything else, right? And I said, Lord, what is this, right? My son's about to go to college or in a senior year of high school, we're preparing for college. And I was like, this is crazy and upside down. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do it. But let me tell you something. When we trust God yeah. at that level, cause I had to trust him at a level that I had not before. And that was in my finances. God had already kept me straight. I was good. You know, I felt like I was winning. Everything was clicking. Right. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh no, ma'am, you, we, we're going to take you down this path. But let me tell you what he did inside of 18 months. God uh, gave me a promotion and an increase. Inside of three years, God gave me another increase and a promotion. And then within six years, God doubled my salary from what I was making in corporate America. And then I'll even tell you, um, even in 2019, God brought another uh, uh, CIO to our organization. And this, the one prior to him had made me a promise of um, giving me an increase, but he left and didn't do it. And I said to God, I said, God, you know, I did the work that he asked me to do was on this project. And I said, and this man told me, you know, what he would do. But we know that God is not a man that he would lie. Right. But man, but men, they lie. Right. But God doesn't lie. And so I reminded God, I said, God, I'm a faithful tither. God, I'm a giver. God, I serve your people. I'd start telling God, you know, all the things right that he already knows. But I'm just reminding the father. Right. And I said, and God, he promised me this and he didn't do it. So let me tell you guys something. What happened was when this this new person came in, even before I could have a conversation with him about it, um, this other lady went to him who was aware of what was supposed to happen. And she spoke on my behalf. Yes. So by the time I got to meet with him, he said, hey, I want to let you know this. 
I know what was said and what was supposed to be done. And even though he he didn't have to do anything about it, he didn't have to honor it because he didn't make an agreement with me, right? Right. But he said, I'm going to take care of you. So let me fast forward and tell you, um, a few months after that, I get a phone call um, from the new CIO. I'm driving through the Zaxby's uh, drive-through. And he calls me and he says, hey, I I want you to consider this new assignment. That was one. And he said, and this is the increase that I want to give you. Is that satisfactory? The increase was $30,000. Oh, we come on, Jesus. And he was asking me if it was satisfactory. Jesus. He wasn't telling me. He was asking me, is that satisfactory? Is that good for you? And I'm in the car and I'm just like, did he just say, is this for real? You know, <laughs> and I'm like, thank you, Lord. I said, yes. And so he said, we'll talk later. He honored what he said he was going to do. It happened. And so I had to say to God, I said, God, I thank you because God made it happen. Right. Mm-hmm. The other person didn't do me right, but God honored what was spoken. And right. so I just want to say when we trust God for what he has for us, he will show up. And so sometimes it is the starting over. It made me uncomfortable to have to leave the place that was very familiar to me and go right. into this place where I didn't know anybody. It was, you know, a political climate. It was, you know, all kind of things I had to learn to navigate. Um, but God has been faithful to me in that place. And I've been there for the last 13 years. So I just want to encourage somebody today that starting over is part of um beginning again and it's a part of a necessary ending um sometimes we have to just cut stuff off mm-hmm. let it go so that we can get to the other stuff that god has for us because there is i, I think sometimes we focus a lot on um, serene on getting there right like it's a real place and we just land there but when you get to there oftentimes when you're working without god when you get to there, it, you're going you, you're gonna to see it, but you're not going to be able to spend much time there because he's going to have something else. I've got things much bigger than we do. We focus yeah. on this little thing, but he sees the whole picture. You know, we, we kind of see it in segments, right? As we go, right? He reveals right, right. it um, to us. And so I just bless God today because on my leadership journey, the one thing that God has, has, has taught me is that one, he is constant. And he is faithful, right, mm-hmm. to his word. The other thing that God has taught me is, Aaron, you're not in charge of this. So just relax and go with where I'm leading you, right? Mm-hmm. And so just watch for me, right? Just watch for me. God has been faithful. He's been consistent. He's been dependable. Um, mm-hmm. And as a leader, what I find is those are the same characteristics or things that I try to lead with, right? I try to, as I lead my organization, I want to be faithful, right? I want to be consistent, right? I want to be dependable for these people, right? I want to be able to speak truth into their lives and help encourage them to their next path. And if their next path is out the door, I'll encourage them that way. If their path is to stay there and elevate, then I want to encourage them that way. So I try to use the same things that my father, our father uses with us mm-hmm. on the people that he 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 um, um, puts in my hands and under my care to supervise, right? And super intend and so god again i'll just say he's been faithful and 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 we can trust him and we can take god at his word so don't be afraid to start over um because there are some things there are just some necessary endings this is wonderful i love that i love it i love it i love it necessary endings endings yes listen i'm gonna use that but i'm gonna give you credit okay (laughs) necessary endings like I have had for myself so many necessary endings, but didn't realize it was a necessary ending mm-hmm. until after the fact. After, um, yeah. Right. We have similar um, stories. Mm-hmm. I started all over, but I thank God for the start over because 
if I hadn't done what I needed to do last year, I definitely wouldn't be where I am now. And it's really building and doing stuff for the kingdom that he's called me to do that. Yes. If you ask Serene to do it, uh, no, thank you. Right. I can't do that. Uh, I used to say that I'm an introvert, but um, he's calling he's calling me out and not just me, but he's calling his daughters out. It's really yes. time for us to come alive, stand up and do what we do. He used women throughout history, you know, what I yes. Mean? Yes. rescue, uplift, encourage. You know, you said something, Aaron pruning you know what I mean and when you mm-hmm. say that I, my spirit just leaked because it's ladies it's pruning season yes that's stopping you um stagnating you yes down, it's time to let go let go hands and say God I surrender because yes. it's surrender where yes. we grow it's in the surrender where we get to where we're going it's in the yes surrender where he opens doors. It's in the surrender where yes, closed. You know, it's yes. something about when you just say yes to God, that three-letter word, oh my God, that three-letter word will set you free. Hallelujah. Yes. yes. But first, before you can get to any level, before you can go to where you want to go, before you do what you think you're supposed to be doing, you got to say yes to him. Yes. 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 I'm going to just do it early. Say yes to God. If you do not know him as your Lord and Savior, yes, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that he is Lord. You are saved. Relationship is locked and loaded. Let's yes. let's do it. Yes. Let let him work in your life. Let him yes. navigate your life. Let him yes. do those valleys so you can land on the mountain. And he will do what no man. And I'm just gonna put it out there. No man. No, no man. Husband, no father. No right. uncle, No brother. Right. He will do. And he will be whatever you need him to be in yes. thing. I'm not saying don't love on those men because we still, we need them. Yes, yes. like the love of the father. There's nothing right. like the help of the father. There's nothing like when we need to cradle up and cry in somebody's arms and he comes comfort us. Confident, yes. Go through these processes, the men in our lives might not get it. Don't get me wrong, yes. love on them. Mm-hmm. I can be who I am today and doing what I'm doing right now without the king that he sent me but yes. at the same time sometimes i just need abba father yes yes sometimes yes serene I say hey daddy look yes i need you to come in and fix this this yes. is not a natural thing this is a yes spiritual mm-hmm. you made me promises you told me some things so i'm gonna stand on your word i'm gonna stand on your word, and i'm gonna do what you said but however i need my dad <laughs> I need my dad. And I I love you for saying that because when I tell you, uh, you know, people have different, so there's all kind of, you know, definitions for leadership, right? So John Maxwell, you know, coined leadership is influence. You know, people say it in different ways. And I believe it, it, I believe that it is um, influence in the sense that God gives us all, um, uh, a shepherding opportunity, right? So he gives us all, he, he doesn't always give, he doesn't give everybody the same group of people, mm. right? So he, he there's people that he's going to send to Serene, right? That she's supposed to lead and influence and um, care for a mentor. He's going to send people to myself, Aaron, right? And so he, he sends them out. And so often I, I will tell you, Serene, one of the, the downfalls in leading 
is that people make everything about competition. Oh, God. Child. And I find that even with um, women, I, you know, I, I will tell you, I, I've heard people, you know, people have said to me, you don't even know who you are. You, you don't know what impact you have on people. Right. And so, you know, I used to laugh, you know, and I would shrug it off. And so one day I was talking to the Lord about it. And you know what I told him, honestly, Serene, I, I'm glad I don't. <laughs> I don't know what they see, but I'm glad I don't. Because you know what? I don't want to be puffed up full of myself, right? Because often I've seen people who do think they know who they are, right? And the Bible tells us to not think to, to not think more highly of yourself than you ought, right? Um, we're supposed to humble ourselves. And so the work that I do and the way that I serve and the way that I lead I, I, I now I have an ex-husband, right? So I got divorced in December. And so the, the whole thing about that was my ex used to say to me, you, you want to take everybody with you or, you know, you, you treat everybody the same. And I said, well, what's wrong with treating people with respect and what's wrong with loving on people and what's wrong with, you know, all the things that he saw as a negative, I saw as a positive because this is how I want to be treated. This is how we should treat people. These are human beings, right? So, you know, why not give them the love of God that shed abroad in our hearts? You know what I'm saying? Why not have care and compassion for people and think the best of them until they prove that maybe it's the worst in them and still they need love, right? And so um, one of the things I I used to struggle with that, and then I I, I resolved within myself and, and speaking with the Lord is that this is how he made me. Mm. And so women, I just want to say to today, ladies, just stop apologizing for being who you are. This is how God made you. Then you need to walk in it with the boldness and confidence and assurance that if God brought me to this place, then God has every resource, has given me the skills and everything I need to do the work that he has called me to do. And if people don't like it, that's their problem. That's not a God problem. And so as long as God is co-signing and God is saying, uh, um, woman, um, this is where I called you to. Woman, this is the place where I have you. Woman, this is these are the people that I'm calling to you. This is the work that I'm putting in your hands. You need to do it. That's the only confirmation and affirmation that you need to set you free and to do what God has called you to do. We spend too much time trying to get approval from people outside of God's approval. And so man will give you all kind of opinions that don't matter. Right, girl. But we take him to heart. We need to take God at His word. We need to take Him at His word. When He says you're fearfully and wonderfully made, that's what He meant. When He said, "I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb," that He had already thought about us before our parents. Right, even before we entered into that space, God had already thought about who Serene would be, who Aaron would be, and that we would be here this day. Right, having this interview and sharing these nuggets with you, he already he knew that that was going to happen, and so we have to stop second guessing God, and we got to trust Him and take Him at His word, because like I said before, God is faithful um, to do what He said He'll do, and the Bible also tells us that God's word, when He sends it out, it can't return; it will not return void. That Come means on, that God. if you have received a prophetic word, God has spoken to you and told you, that means that He is going to deliver on what He said He was going to do. You can trust him and you can take him at his word on that so we need to silence the noisemakers and yeah. listen for the Ooh, voice of god because there are a lot of people making a lot of noise but Ooh. we need to hear mm. with the clar- the clarion voice of god so that we can get about father's business because i also believe serene that in this season this is our go season i believe that god is accelerating and god is is speaking and the, the word tells us that you know he says in the letter that he will pour out his spirit right 
upon all flesh. And so women, he is calling us and he's pouring it out. And so we just got to be ready to receive it. And we got to be able to hear that assignment and go and be about our father's business. Child, you about to make me run around this office. Lord, have mercy. Yes, ladies, if y'all did not hear what Minister Aaron said, do the replay. Because she just gave you a whole nugget, a basket of nuggets. I had to get this thing started. Erin, can you tell the ladies anything that you're working on, how to reach you if they want to contact you, or even if it's just to pray with you, can you can you give us your information? Do you mind sharing that so they can reach out to Minister Erin and get, get locked in? They may okay. need you. Like you said, it may not be what Serene has. It may be what Erin has. It may not be what Erin has. It may be what Serene has. So exactly. can you share your information with us? Um, okay. Log out for today. And I'm just excited. Yes, God. Well, again, thank you for this opportunity. And ladies, I certainly hope that you was blessed and that the Lord spoke to you and met you at the place. I believe he did um, at your point of need. So um, how you can get in touch with me, uh, my email address is um, Aaron at leadinglikeagirl.com. You can reach me there. That is Aaron. That's with two R's, E-R-R-I-N at leadinglikeagirl.com. I'm also on Facebook, just with Aaron Ball, um, my name. Um, I'm on Twitter at Coach Aaron. I'm on um, Instagram, just Aaron Ball. You can find me um, there. And I'm on LinkedIn as well, um, Aaron Ball. I also have a website, uh, which is aaronball.com, where you can reach me there. um, And you could subscribe to uh, my newsletter or, you know, um, we can, we can talk, you can send me a message and I'll certainly respond back to you there. The project that I have Serena and I are working on together is the faith inspiration project, which is our book project, um, live your faith out loud. And so I want to encourage you today that if you've not purchased the book to please do so, and you can find it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can uh, uh, purchase that. It's also, I believe in Walmart, Barnes and Nobles is in a lot of book outlets, but Amazon, certainly you can get it. Um, in your um, hands. And so um, I will be um, having some other projects to come up um, in the fall. Um, I've not finished. I'm in kind of in a planning stage. And so if you just um, reach out to me and stay connected, um, you'll, you'll be able to get more information. And I have certainly um, enjoyed my time here with you, Serene, today. Again, I just want to thank you for allowing me to share your platform and to speak to those that I believe the Lord has put in your sphere of influence. So thank you and God bless you all. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Minister Aaron. Look, ladies, um, this is not the last time she'll be at a rainbow word for women. We'll have her back probably in the fall um, when planning stages are over and she's ready to catapult her next vision. Y'all, happy Saturday. You know how we do, right? Before we end out, I just want to let you ladies know that registration for Rayma Institute of Leadership will start at the end of July. I'm excited about it. That's another one of my purpose babies. Um, <laughs> We're going to get started. We're going to get some online classes going. There's going to be two courses offered. Uh, you probably can register. We'll be able to register via Facebook at a job form on um, Raymond Word for Women, um, Raymond Women's Center, excuse me. And then, of course, my personal page. 
Um, then we also have my new anthology coming out soon, More Precious Than Gems, She Knows Her Worth. This one, we about to dig deep, we about to go vulnerable, but it's because we're on a rescue mission. We're gonna pull some ladies out the muck and mire. God has called us to do a mighty work. This is not just an anthology. This is not just a book project. So contact me for that as well. Um, and also, y'all know it, my other purpose, baby, <laughs> Released in June 28th, A Voice Unheard, mm. a spiritual devotional journal for women. Y'all, we about to ride our way through purpose. We about to mm. go through some mountain and valleys, like I always like to say. But at the end, we're going to have a point. We're going to have a purpose. We're going to have something ignited. There's going to be a fire. Yes. So yes. I'm excited about that. So ladies, shout out to you. You know how I do. Leave <laughs> some doors open, let some close, let someone to close. But most of all, give glory to God and happy Saturdays. I will meet you here uh, next Saturday at 3 p.m. at a Rainbow Word for Women. I'm Serene Dumas Lee. Thank you, Ms. Erin, Minister Erin, for being here. And uh, I'm excited. Um, you never know, ladies. We might collaborate on something else. So just look out for that and uh, have a great day, y'all. Thank <laughs> you.